Hello and welcome to the Empowered, Sensitive and Creative Podcast. My name is Rim. I'm an artist, a certified life coach and an NLP practitioner and the creator of the Empowered, Sensitive and Creative Retreats. Passionate about celebrating joy and beauty in the everyday, especially when things are falling apart, I'm insatiably curious about human nature into the world with reverence, awe and a sense of wonder. Tune in for stories exploring healing through creativity, art, embracing sensitivity and navigating the subconscious mind. I'll talk about the struggles that highly sensitive and creative people face and share my experiences, insights and favorite tools along the way. I'm here to empower you to turn what we often deem to be a curse into your biggest gift. I believe that the more we create together, the more we heal the world. So let's dive in! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered, Sensitive and Creative Podcast. I'm so happy and grateful for you tuning in. Today is part two of my conversation with Lauren Halberstadt. In part one, which aired last week, we talked about sensitivity, creativity and education in the midst of a political turmoil and how Lauren came to recognize her hypersensitivity at various junctions in her life and how her creativity saved her each and every time. Today, we're digging deeper into the creativity part. Lauren shares with us her daily habit for getting into creative flow and quieting the mind, how she developed self-trust and intuition, and how creativity is the salt of life. Without further ado, let's dive in. Anyway, that brings me to another topic that I think you love, doodling. Oh, yes. <laughs> we, we, we exchanged on Instagram because you talk a lot about doodling. And I remember there was one post I told you when I started my, my doodling career when I was at school <laughs> because yeah. exactly I didn't enjoy the teaching methods. And because I've always felt, I think, we, I think I would learn much better if I'm having fun, if it's yeah. more playful. And yeah. I, I found that teaching was like too, uh, yeah. yeah, well, anyway. And uh, so I began doodling and also, so because if the topic didn't really interest me or the way it was taught who didn't interest me or the energy or whatever, maybe I was tired or many things, many factors. Mm. I think I, I noticed that the only way for me to stay sitting and not feeling restless or falling asleep was to doodle. But I think it came naturally. I even didn't realize, you know, like just doodling. And somehow I realized when I doodle, somehow the information is coming more. It's coming in more in my head. Yeah. Uh, and the time goes by. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't have to check my watch every five seconds. Yeah. Out and of boredom. And did you find that it was kind of like your mind or your brain's way of trying to process um what how you're feeling and what you were going through at the time and kind of because that for me is the most powerful thing about doodling yeah um, definitely I, I didn't know that back then I realized afterwards in hindsight uh yeah. as an adult I realized that oh there is benefits <laughs> To doodling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I, I've done, um, I've been reading up a lot about um, creativity and um, the creative impulses and how they come and they go. They're little, they're basically a little like light sparks that they just appear and they disappear and they appear and they disappear. And when you, when you engage in an activity like doodling, that is just really allowing the space for the brain and the mind to to receive almost like those little impulses to kind of like invite them in um it's such an important part you know i i just wish that everybody uh woke up in the day and just took five minutes to to doodle like seriously just to doodle it, it would 
um, it's such a wonderful mindful activity to be able to um, to invite that those creative impulses in and it's not necessarily to inspire you to become a super duper artist or you know the next scientist that's going to get the Nobel Peace Prize or anything like that it's just you're allowing your body and your mind to invite the opportunities that could present themselves to you you're inviting them in um and and then you know it's they're yours to do and decide on what you want to do with them um after that but at least you're you're just making yourself accessible to um new new thoughts and different different things really um yeah so doodle, a wonderful thing it is and how how invaluable for a perfectionist or oh, not a perfectionist someone with perfectionist tendencies i think it's good not to assimilate ourselves to something like having perfectionist tendency doesn't have to make us a perfectionist yes, <laughs> it's like exactly. you know kind of yeah. taking some distance from it so yeah, exactly because yeah. you don't have control over how that pen moves you know <laughs> You don't yes, have any exactly. physical control. So the doodle at the end of the day, it may, um, it, it, you know, more than likely is never going to be a perfect doodle. I mean, what is a perfect doodle anyway, you know? <laughs> Did you see those artists who are carving amazing careers out of doodling nowadays? Like there's Mr. Doodle and I don't know who else, but I've seen so many. They are just doodlers. They master the art yeah. of doodling. They found yeah. their way. They found yeah. their style, their doodling style, and they're covering everything. They're covering yeah. walls, <laughs> clothes, yeah. books, whatever, and packaging, and they're doodling away. And... Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. sure they're enjoying it so much. Yes. Well, I, I hope so. I, th I, I And I hope that it's not um, – because when it becomes, like, amazing to that degree of amazingness – um, suddenly the the end result becomes more important than the journey and that's when it can go wrong because the whole thing about doodling is the journey is the actual process of you opening up your mind and and listening out and looking out for those creative impulses um, and the end result is well okay there it is on a piece of paper you know it's, it's on a scrap piece of paper anyway, so, you know, I'm just going to either put it in the bin or whatever, but that's not really that important. What is more important is how is the process in me getting to that. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Doodling is uh, <laughs> it's kind of the form of yoga, I think. It is. It's yoga for Sorry, the brain. Sorry, what did you say? Oh, yoga for the brain. Yeah. Mm. I think for it's... Sure. it's it leads us to be comfortable, to learn to find ease and and space, spaciousness in our brain, but also in our hand. I think it helps to trust our hands. Yeah. It's funny how somehow through the, the education process, I'm not saying it's cool that it's bad. It's, I think it's just part of being in a very rational society. We, we forget like we write okay now we type on the computer most of the time but it's as if we forget that our hands are, are here we think it's all here here yeah. our mind yeah. our thoughts our brain that have to produce something but we forget that actually our hand is doing it it's also doing the work yeah. and it's it's our hand it's not separate from us it's not a hand coming from the sky <laughs> Exactly. you know it's like when you when yeah. you when you do some sports it's your body that has to do even though your mind your brain tells your your, your brain is telling you you're sending information to your to your leg mm -hmm. or to whatever it's still your body mm -hmm. that it has to do the thing it's the yeah. same and I, yeah. I found that doodling making something creative manual with your hands anyway any kind of art is uh, very beneficial but i think doodling in particular helps us to remember 
like to build a, a stronger connection to our hands. Yeah, yeah. As much as the digital world and technology has advanced so fast and so hugely, um, we mustn't forget about our roots, you know, like these things and how important they are for us and our survival. <laughs> yeah. But isn't it also a way to remember that we have bodies and we are not just mind? Mm. We are For just sure. not thoughts. We are not just um, productivity. We're not just. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. But we also need to go forward in our world and develop new things. It's part of human nature to sure. to grow and develop, develop and expand. But if we do it, if only for a sake to know, like it's to develop resourcefulness as well. Mm. That's what I mean. To know yeah. that you don't only depend on technology. You don't only depend yeah. on the mod modern world. You can also do things on your yeah. own, by with your hand, with the power of your hands and, and just yeah. the know-how. And also to develop your creativity. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of bringing the balance, finding the balance, I think. As with anything, we have to find the balance. Um, and... Too much of one thing is never good in, you know, it's never a good thing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I couldn't doodle all day either. Um, five, ten minutes in the beginning of the day, that's, and that's enough for me. I move on to other things. Um, but also me sitting at my computer doing digital design work all day is not good for me either. So, you know, it's just a, a, a matter of finding the balance um, between Well, I, I yeah. say my doodling is my playtime and my design work is my work time. So I'm finding the, the balance between play and work and yeah, certainly yeah, brings a lot more peace and calm into my life doing that. I, I think it's, uh, it's kind of personal hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it is less like, you, yeah, it's for me, I see it as a, a way of taking care of myself. Uh, yeah. yeah, playing sure. is, is, is self-care, not playing all day long, all the time, but play, instilling, like making time for that, making time for mindless creativity, making time for doing something with your body, a sort of physical activities, also hygiene, but yeah. also developing your creativity. Resting yeah. your mind and developing your creativity is personal hygiene, yeah. is self-care. Yeah, exactly. Just allowing that inner child, you know, to come out every now and again um, and, and playing and experimenting, just exploring where, where that mark, you know, where your hand is leading you, the mark that you're making on the paper, the marks that you're making on the paper. Um, so powerful. Um, but yeah, balance, balance. So what do you do with the, your doodles? Do you watch them? Do you look at them afterwards? You try to analyze them or you just do your doodles and then push them away and move on with your day? Push them away and move on with, with, with my day. Yeah. I don't, I don't really analyze them at all. Um, I mean, you know, yeah, we can, we can open up that whole um, thing of, you know, the more curvy, wavy lines and, you know, things are a little bit more serene and at peace and whereas where they're more rigid and geometric and that sort of thing, then maybe there's a little bit more angst in, in the life at the time or whatever. But uh, I just I just doodle really for the sheer joy of the process and not really the, the end result, no. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Do you do you analyze yours? Mm, not really. I I don't analyze, but I noticed that over the years I tend to <laughs> to doodle in a bit of an obsessive obsessive way. <laughs> <laughs> not obsessive, but I realized well the same shape are coming back again and again and again. And uh, oh, yeah. I was just curious about it, but I didn't try to overanalyze it. And yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> Something... I think that's good. Yes, I I'm glad because I think overanalyzing 
could become dangerous yeah. for my mental health. And I know I do naturally have the tendency <laughs> to overanalyze. Yeah. I think many HSPs yeah. do, overthinking. Yeah. yeah. And okay, and trying to find meaning in things. And I, I'm not saying I'm not gonna lie. I do love to find meaning. Yeah, why, why am I doing this podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But sometimes it's okay not to have meaning, or maybe there is meaning, but we don't need to know. Maybe we don't need to know, or maybe we will know when it's time. Just like when we spoke about, you know, like trauma comes back at your face mm -hmm. when you're ready to face it. Well, maybe yeah. the meaning will come to you when it's time and you don't like, yeah. you know, I feel like it's like, it's like being curious for me. It's like, okay, if you observe something, you notice something, okay, you can get curious, just being curious saying, oh, interesting. I noticed this. I'm, I'm wondering like, what's the, what's the idea behind it or something like that. Just saying this and then letting go of that, it's really helpful yeah. because it, by doing this, yeah. you're already sending an instruction to your subconscious mind. And mm. it's like instructing your subconscious mind to find the answers for you or to process it. And some at some someday you will get the answer, but even in mm. a way you didn't think about or you don't expect this moment, but suddenly you have this, oh, haha, -ha, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I think yeah. it's like that for many things and I'm practicing this more and more. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, okay, I don't have the answer. I'm instructing my conscious, subconscious mind to, to, to find the answer for me. Find it, yeah. And yeah. That's really amazing. It's good. Uh, yeah. And I think doodling in a way is a way of instructing a subconscious mind. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm just pouring things out and the subconscious mind will make things out of that. Exactly. It's like when you meditate, when you meditate, you're not supposed to like, you know, meditating, the point of meditating is letting go of control, letting go of trying to make sense of everything. It's just quieting, yeah. quiet and uh, yeah. go yeah. within. I think doodling is going within and, um, and that's it. And later on, after the meditation, very often when you do meditation, you don't have the, the answers right away, but later during another time, poof, you have an insight, you have inspiration, you have intuition coming. Yeah. 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 No, f no, for sure. I think that's a wonderful way of looking at it actually. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, um, creativity, I mean, can, is it something that we can control? Uh, that's the danger. I think when we work in a design environment, <laughs> In design, sometimes we tend to be so much focused on the the mind and how the end product. I'm mm. I'm gonna do this, but it needs to have a story, and it needs to have an end result, and it needs to be convenient, it needs to be practical, it needs to serve a purpose. Yeah, yeah, and there's a deadline. Yes. yes. Yeah. Don't don't get me started on the deadlines. No, you can't <laughs> control creativity at all. <laughs> it's going to arrive when it's ready to arrive, when you invite it in, and it's not going to arrive when you're stressed and thinking about the deadlines and thinking about that end result. Absolutely no way. So the way to approach it is, is really just to approach it in a fun and playful way, just to think back like we were like how we used to create as children, you know, we used to just grab that paper and that, you know, that pen or whatever, and just create, just put marks on that page. And that was the fun part. Um, you know, more often than not, those pieces of paper used to go in the bin, but it didn't matter because you didn't know your mother was just like, well, this is what I, how I was with my children you know, they would create and create and create. And there were so many different pieces of paper, but I would like keep the ones that were really cute. And then the ones that were like, oh, they did that in a rush. I'm just going to go boing, into the bin. <laughs> but they didn't know because it was not the end result that was important to them. It was the actual fun of doing it, right? Yeah. Sometimes by making mistakes or doing the wrong thing, we discover something new also and something interesting mm -hmm. by trying and experimenting. Yeah. yeah, precisely. We would, you know, we would really change the world if, if we led the, a country, don't you think? And we got more, more people to doodle. <laughs> 
Imagine. Imagine how much more peaceful our world would be. I think if I think if more sensitive people were daring enough, feeling trust enough, like self-trust, and be, be believed in their sensitivity and their creative, like innate innate creativity. I think everybody is, is creative for sure, mm. but mm. like everybody has feelings and everybody has sensitivity, like some sort of some degree, except the the, the psychopath and uh, extremely narcissistic people. But I'm not talking about those. No, I don't. <laughs> Let's say. Uh, <laughs> yes, but but the the, the thing about HSPs is they naturally they are so connected to the world to nature to their humanity to their senses to to the the, uh, <laughs> the, yeah. the whole the whole thing you know the the global universe mm. thing the, the the earth ecosystem if yeah. they can just let it take it as a as a beautiful thing as a powerful thing and express it more so create mm. more be more in touch with their creativity then it would also show other people who are less sensitive to stop and smell <laughs> smell the roses. <laughs> yes. And then and I'm oh, sure yeah. there would be less and there would be much less problems and less wars and you know, less problems at home, but problems in the family, you know, like problems start in the family and then at school and then at work and then in a in a neighborhood and then in so, society and then in a country and then in a continent and so on but then if yeah. we start from the from the the beginning enjoy life enjoy the beauty create yeah. like don't be so caught up in the and the, the mm. mind chatter and the control and uh, and the pain and the mm. and all of and that just, then yeah just trying to be successful um as in uh the usual success um indicators as in how much money you earn what car you drive what house you live in or the, you know none of that really matters at the end of the day if we just um, yeah. come back to our creativity and and uh, focus on yeah, just getting back to back to that. In your experience in South Africa, I know it's not what you're doing anymore, but when you were back then, back there, teaching art to those kids uh, who led really difficult lives did you see what kind of impact did you see it had on their lives I think it was just really a leveler like everybody in the classroom was automatically on the same playing field like there was no one better there was no one no one better off no one worse off everybody was just the same you know and suddenly the stress was gone um and they could you know retreat into their own worlds and just go for their lives just just create whatever they you know I, of course you know i used to give them specific activities and they need they didn't need to stick to the task at hand but there was no prerequisite for however the outcome needed a lock you know and i think that really was a wonderful thing um, because aut automatically there was no pressure to perform and there was no, you know, no one was going to be better, better off or worse off or whatever. Um, that, uh, yeah, just the pressure, there was no pressure. Um, the pressure existed outside the classroom, but once they came into my classroom, they, you know, just let it go. Just, you know let's let's just go into um into our own worlds and let's see what what's lurking in there and find joy again yeah for that moment yeah yeah, yeah. exactly beautiful yeah yes because i know sometimes often we can be taxed of oh, you are so naive what do you think that the world is going to be oh, oh so nice and cute suddenly just because you make art <laughs> no. no that's not what we're saying of course like 
well, part of being a human being, part of being on earth, it, it, it is um, full of uh, tragedy and hard things. And yet it's also full of beautiful things, yeah. right? Yeah, that's exactly so right. How- and as we were saying before, like finding the balance, it's finding the balance, you know. We can't deal with tragedy and turmoil when we're faced with it all the time. We need to find opportunities to be able to retreat from that um, and, and yeah, find the joy again in, in, uh, in our lives. Um, it makes us stronger and more resilient. Does. Yeah, for sure. It does make us stronger and more resilient. Yeah. We are able to cope way more um, and way easier when we're suddenly faced with the turmoil again, you know? Mm. Yes, and I I find that often by taking this time off from all of that anxiety, stress, challenges, struggles, it's like we'll be charged, as you say, like we'll be charged on battery, but somehow we begin to see things slightly differently Mm. new solutions like we're more open it opens up to more different solutions that maybe we we wouldn't think about before because we're so much sorry i'm losing my but we're so much into this uh, yeah i have to resist i have to perform i have to control i have to fight i have to prove it's exhausting mm. yeah yeah no absolutely inviting those new opportunities in it was like I was saying before, you know, those creative impulses that are trying to show us a new way of doing things. Um, we need to be, we need to find the time and um, um, make the space for them to present themselves so that we can receive them. Definitely. And mm. what advice, because I know we talked about this a bit before, like when you were mom, right, you're still a mom, but when you were raising your kids, you, you found yourself very, very busy. Suddenly you have so many things to do and you have little time for yourself. But even for those who listen to us who are not parents, like I'm not a parent and I also had to deal with this uh, impression that, oh my God, time is scarce. I need to have so many things to do. Like what advice can you give to those who want to make time for creativity, for doodling, for anything something with their hands or you know but they're like okay yes thank you that's really nice but I have so many things to do so many things to deal with my life is tough I'm struggling I I have to have multiple jobs I have family to raise I have duties all of these things (laughs) so what you're saying is just for (laughs) privileged people thank you yeah what advice would you would you would you give them yeah yeah um it's it's to take the five to ten minutes for yourself. It's so so valuable because um, when you take the five to ten minutes for yourself, um, and it doesn't have to be doodling. It can be anything. You know, it it can be walking outside. It can be um, cooking. It can be anything that you really enjoy. It's t- to find the joy again. Um, in those that, those activities, it's allowing your your brain to process and manage your stress, process and manage your decision making for the day. When you do those kinds of things, suddenly the day um, gets a lot clearer. So yes, it might take five to ten minutes of your time, but it's going to save you time throughout the rest of the day because suddenly your brain and your mind is just in focus it has found the the purpose for the day it's made the plan and it's it's gonna you know and you're kind of like telling yourself giving yourself permission now to go out there and conquer because you know what you're doing like you you've got the plan all sorted um and um yeah like i know that there are a lot of you know external factors that are going to try and mess up the plan but 
if you've if you've really taken the time to be yourself and to find the peace and the joy again um you can then deal with all of those external factors a lot better as well yeah yeah totally i agree and i think it's okay like you can start the day by doodling but if one day you didn't or doodling or another activity like that I mean, it's okay. You can, I personally, I like to, I don't necessarily do the first thing in the morning. I yeah. do sometimes, sometimes I don't. And well, anyway, for me, <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. never stick I mean, to the same. different for everybody, right? Yeah. But sometimes I would do that when I feel stuck with something. Let's say I have to write a, an essay or I have to write something that is important for me. So I feel more stressed because I feel yeah. like, you know, <laughs> When I find myself caught up in the mode of, oh, I have to perform, then I, 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 I get a bit restless and obviously inspiration doesn't come. So I get stuck. Yeah. In that case, I can, then I could, I could totally take a piece of paper and doodle yeah. just to whew, empty my mind. It could yeah. be that I can be, sometimes I can be doing something else, like go out and, mm. and, and mm. shake or dance or play, play. Yeah. whatever but sometimes it's doodling and it's 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 great it works yeah. it's amazing yeah yeah no absolutely it doesn't have to be done at the beginning of the day um you find the day you find the time when it's suitable for you um that's not going to make it's it needed. more stressful for you as well it's it's like it's like a warm-up you know before you go and, and and do a race you have to warm up your muscles yeah. So you have to warm up your brain. You have to warm up your <laughs> yeah, your yeah. thoughts or whatever. What you sometimes so doodling can help or uh, another creative activity. Yeah. No. Exactly. The brain is a muscle. At the end of the day. So yeah. Warming up the muscle. What does it mean for you being an empowered, sensitive, and creative person for you? What does it mean to be empowered? sensitive and creative well i just think that if i were to embrace all of those things and be comfortable in my own skin and say you know i there's nothing to be afraid of or embarrassed about or any of that i'll be finding the joy again in my life like suddenly i've found my confidence because um i know who i am and I'm proud of who I am. And, and yeah, and it kind of gives me the power back to control my own life. Yeah. Beautiful. And if a genie was granting you, a genie appears. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your genie. I can grant you three wishes. What do you want? First and foremost, I think I would like to travel more, um, be able to um, go to Europe. I've always wanted to go to Italy and it's, it's escaped me all these years. So I would love to go and travel more, but I need to work out a way of taking my dog because my little Coco is, is super important for me. So my second wish I'd have to use on Coco that she'd have to come with me. <laughs> I don't know how that would be possible, but anyway, Jeannie, make it Why work. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I travel from China to Europe with my two cats. I know it's possible. Like I know that you can get, uh, like when you enter Italy, there's no quarantine. I've already researched it. I can get her yeah. in there, but um, it's coming back to Australia. They're so fussy ah. and so strict that she'd have to go two weeks in quarantine. I know that's not a very long time, but it's long for them. And that would just break yeah. my heart, you know. And, and then yeah. I'd think, oh, you know, it's making me happy taking her. It's being very selfish. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, really thinking yeah. about her and her well-being. So, yeah, Jeannie, please answer that question for me. <laughs> And then Instruct my... your subconscious, ask your subconscious, yeah. <laughs> and it will find ways. It will show you the answer when it's the moment. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Uh, and then I think my last wish would be to help everybody, you know, 
everyone in the world, well, no, no, that's pretty impossible, to help as many people as possible find their creative spirit again and, and find, rediscover how powerful our creative voice can be like for our well-being for our businesses for what we do in our in the world um yeah it's just it's the answer and i wish i hope more people could find it for themselves <laughs> yes 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 and oh i have a question for you what is creative energy for you Creative energy is, oh, it's the joy, it's the peace, it's the calm, it's the bringing back to center, um, it's the solution that you've been searching for. I know. That's pretty much it, I think. It's my savior. Right. Creative energy is my savior. Yeah. And we all have it. Me too. Yeah, all I need to do so. is find it. All right. And tell me, if you were a color, what color would you be? I think I would be aquamarine. Oh, that's very precise. <laughs> I love that. I can see you're a designer. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. It's not just any color of blue-green. It's aquamarine. I am definitely in tune with... Uh, more with water um so maybe that has to do a little bit with my astrology i don't know whether i'm more in tune with water signs or something but um i am very happy and i'm one of i'm happiest when i'm by the ocean so and that color is the color well here in australia we have the most beautiful water the color is that aquamarine color and Gorgeous. it's just beautiful. Lovely. And if you were texture? Um, bark. This came to me straight What did away. you say? Bark, as in the tree trunk, bark. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, so interesting. It's funny yeah. because I had, the same, I had the same vision in my head. Just mm. when you said, just right before you said bark, when I said texture, I got this in my face. <laughs> really wow that's amazing yeah like um i marvel at we we live in um we live inland and we have a lot of trees uh, in australia of course you've got the eucalyptus trees um there are so many different species of eucalyptus trees and every single one of them is slightly different if you weren't an expert and i'm not They all look the same, but um, I marvel at their trunks and how detailed that bark is. Um, and then, you know, there are other trees, of course. The leopard tree is is just amazing with all its beautiful markings and look like leopard spots and that sort of thing. So, so yeah, I'm fascinated with with tree trunks. And, of course, I am a tree hugger. <laughs> any given moment i will go and hug a tree because i love the energy that they give off <laughs> yeah i agree i agree i love trees too they're amazing wow yeah and ascent ascent yeah yes um probably the rose pretty dear to the heart and love their scent mm. What if you were um, a flavor? Salt. Love salt. Oh. <laughs> so, yes. And creativity. And creativity is the salt of life. Yes. There we go. <laughs> so well. Thanks, Rem. <laughs> My pleasure. You see, my subconscious was looking for, I instructed my, uh, my subconscious, Find some links between things, please. And then yeah. <laughs> you're on fire. 
<laughs> and finally, and finally, tell me if you were sound, what would you be? Uh, yeah, I think water trickling. I've got to go back to water again. The trickle of water. Oh, it's so calming. Love it. I could listen. I, I, I could fall asleep to to water trickling. Oh, the rain. You know, like rain on the on falling on the roof and trickling down into the drain hype yes yeah. i agree so soothing so calming yeah yeah no and, and all all these things that i've listed and all my tastes and sounds and smells and textures and things that all to do with nature um it's uh my lifeblood for sure yes mm. totally and yeah. i'm not asking this question just just like that <laughs> because <laughs> I, I, I think it's so important to remember this especially for highly sensitive people because we have this ingrained like we, we're lucky we feel and sense these things so our, our senses are well very well developed so why not use it to our advantage to help us calm down process you know eliminate stress And, and you know, let inspiration flow. So, like, for example, for you, all the all, everything that you said, you know, you can connect to that whenever you want. Yeah. Just like, you know, like just when you were answering my question, already you could project yourself in it, you know, like you closed your yeah. eyes, you already imagine it. And as you imagine and you project, you feel it in your body. And as you feel it in your body, you're sending your subconscious. Yeah. <laughs> instruction remember that it means this means well-being this means feeling calm this feel, feel <laughs> this means feeling grounded which means that next time you're stressed you can call this in yeah yeah access and, it. Uh, yeah. yeah 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 no super interesting really thank you Thank you, Lauren. Thank you for your time. And before we go, I would like to ask you, how, how can people find out more about you? How can they work with you? What can you help them with? Okay. Um, so I have an Instagram account, uh, Greenhouse by Lauren. Um, and yeah, Um, yeah, within my little greenhouse, which is a virtual greenhouse on Instagram. And in there, I have two uh, products. I'm growing two things. Um, one is Sprout and the other is Evergreen. Uh, Sprout is a, a creative branding course online So if anybody is looking to do um, an intuitive branding course where um, they uh, look into all things design and um, I do it according to the seasons as well. So it all depends on how, um, you know, the, uh, the kind of experience that you want your clients to have as they work with you. Um, and that I link to the seasons in my special way. So your business will either become a spring brand or a summer or a winter or an autumn. And, uh, and then we go on to choose all our design elements according to that season. So we choose photos, we choose um, textures. Textures are so important to the designer. Um, uh, patterns. Um, illustrations and all those good things um, so that by the end of your Sprout journey content creation is no longer a bother because you have gone through the course and built up your banks of photos and your banks of textures and your banks of this and that patterns and all the rest of it and when you come to post or you know put a website together or whatever and you need visual material you can tap into all of those resources that you've been building over the course of Sprout. And so, yeah, Sprout is very much um, to do with branding, whereas Evergreen is all about creativity and how to spark creativity. It is a membership as well. So um, people gain access firstly to the once a month online art classes where I We, we do some doodling, and but we also go into 
um, various artistic techniques um, with well, you know using different media, but all keeping it very simple. Um, so yeah, that happens once a month, and then in between the months, in between those online calls, you can access other things in the membership, like videos called Mindful Moments, where you can go in and choose one and doodle on your own. Um, masterpieces is teaching you how to paint flowers or, you know, that could have, so it's a little bit more arty, the masterpieces section. Um, and then I also have um, an art gallery, which is a community where all evergreens can come and post their work and cheer each other on. Um, so you meet each other in the online class and then you can continue the conversation in the evergreen community. Sprout has a community as well, um, but that operates a little bit differently. But all in all, I'm very much community focused and I want all my learners to be able to um, link up with each other and inspire each other and cheer each other on because that's what life should be all about. We should be here for each other, um, not against each other. And no, anywhere near. So there's no competition anywhere near any of my classes. <laughs> and that's it in a nutshell. Amen. And I've seen you, that you inherited your parents' horticulturist genes. <laughs> you're, nurturing your, you're nurturing your students or your members. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly right. It all and it all just kind of happened that way. I came to, you know, setting up my business and setting up an Instagram account and I was like, I wonder what it's I'm gonna call it. Oh well, you know, I've always wanted to have a greenhouse and that you know, ah, I think I'm gonna have a greenhouse, a virtual greenhouse, let's call it greenhouse. But of course you can't have greenhouse on Instagram because everyone's got greenhouse. You know, there's no You have to get creative with the actual word. So that's when I thought, oh, Greenhouse by Lauren. And bring But, myself into it. No, it's nice to have your name. It, yeah. It's not about, sometimes people think, oh, you know, I, I, I should not put my name because it's not about me. No, but we need to recognize you, to remember you. You, It's mm. about your students, but it's also about your, your energy. You do infuse your energy into the Greenhouse. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren. I love chatting with you. I will put all the links of your Instagram, your website and everything on the show notes. And uh, yeah, and thank you so much for this conversation. I yeah. really was, enjoyed yeah. talking with you. I've loved it. It's been amazing getting to know you, a little bit more about you as well. So thank you for having me. Really, really super privileged to be here. So thank you. Thank you. See you next time. See ya. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this, this episode. I hope you enjoyed our conversation and that it inspired you to cultivate your creative spirit as well to engage in a creative self-care practice, be it doodling or something else with your hands. Personally, I love a combination of practices. I like to mix it up, make it, keep it playful and exciting. Really, the key takeaway here is we all have creative energy within. We all, we are all creative spirit. We just need to tap into it. We just need to make a bit of space for it during the day. Listen to it. Listen to our inner guidance. Listen to our intuition. It's there. It's within you. And it's powerful. If this resonates with you and you would love to learn more about how to reconnect to yourself, how to listen to your body, how to connect to your senses, how to be more in touch with your authenticity so that you can lead life according to your own terms, I'd love to invite you to join me and a small group of like-minded souls for a very special retreat in beautiful Provence for five magical days to reignite your dormant dreams and desires while cultivating new and exciting possibilities. This will be next June, 6th to 11th of June 2024, so it's next year, and I call it an enchanted interlude in the Biosphere Reserve of Lubeon Regional Natural Park. This is lovely, 
lovely lovely place in the south of France and there is a kind of magic magic vibe to that place particularly beautiful in June with the various shades of greens of the Garrigue and the azure blue sky the vibrant ochres of the Provencal Colorado is a natural paradise that invites your heart to soar this amazing retreat will touch on all your senses and all aspects of your being physical emotional mind creative and soul you'll walk the ochre canyons listen to the sounds of wildlife share laughters give free rein to your creative expression and relax into rediscovering lost dreams and new possibilities as you celebrate and uncover the next chapter of your life we will meet our inner wisdom through mindful and creative practices led by me and other local healers sketching drawing watercolor painting wildlife bird song reflexology works in nature a cooking workshop and a herbalist work by the end of our five nights together you'll be relaxed re-inspired and ready to dive into the next chapter of your life with clarity and newfound confidence in yourself if this is for you you can find all the information on my website rimcreativenergy.com and I also put all the links in the show notes. If you have further questions, you are not entirely sure if this is for you or you would like to learn more, to know more about the retreat, feel free to reach out. I am now opening 30 minutes free exploration calls. I'm calling this retreat exploration chats where you can ask all the questions you have and I can tell you more about the retreat and we can see together if this is the right thing for you. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if it has inspired you, Please share it around you. Also, if you feel called to it, please subscribe to the podcast and leave me a review. It really helps to spread the word out. All your questions are welcome. You can send them to me on Instagram at rim.creativenergy.com or email me via my website rimcreativenergy.com and don't worry, I'll share in the show notes exactly where to find me. Until next time, Sending you loving creative energy.